0: Sorry, that was way too enthusiastic.
1: Wow, Uh, that was was almost like American levels of enthusiasm.
0: Yeah, I got to read it Tone it down there,
1: Tone it down there, Uh, Irishman.
0: Come on. uh, Welcome everybody to Sharpen That Axe, a podcast dedicated to strengthening your skills as a guitar player. I'm Dylan Murphy.
1: And I'm John Gillen.
0: God, that was so seamless, John. You'd swear we have done like sixteen episodes by now. A whole sixteen episodes. Wow. That's, wow. as I, was, I think, as I said Imagine. last week, I think this is sixteen is the most number of anything that I've ever done ever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very proud to be here. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome, listeners, old and new. I'm aware that we've gotten we're up to about seven hundred plays now. John? Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, over that, uh, to be honest, I'm not sure I could check our stats at the moment but yeah it's over over 700 we've got lots of new likes new listeners
0: how refreshing it is to actually have something progressing in either of our lives sorry too far (laughs) too close to the bone but no thank you 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 guys you come you're i'm like jack nicholson and you're like helen hunt you complete me that's it you make Mm -hmm. me want to be a better guitar player
1: oh that's oh, sweet. Yeah, there we go that's take sweet. that
0: listeners john have you got my uh my lick of the week ready there
1: oh goodness goodness yes okay
0: so if you do i gotta explain what a, a little bit of background before
1: okay do some explaining
0: okay so uh wait no i had two lined up and no actually this one yeah this is one of my favorite guitar riffs ever uh, and, yeah, actually, this one doesn't need any explain. The one I've got lined up for next time, that needs some explaining. But, yeah, hit it. Okay. Maybe you know who it is.
1: Here we go. I actually have no idea who that is but I freaking love it that's awesome yeah
0: it's got that real slide like on a Les Paul kind of tone yeah uh, it's it's, really, big. Really good. it's
1: huge I feel like whoever's doing it must wear like at least size 14 boots and they probably weigh <laughs> like 14 pounds a piece uh, a stone even <laughs> a whole stone for John each you're boot. back in the
0: states now there's no stones over there uh, <laughs> Yes, that is, uh, if you would like me to uh, to fill you in, that is uh, Love Spreads by The Stone Roses. Uh, that is off their second album. Do you know anything about The Stone Roses?
1: I don't. Tell me and everyone else who doesn't know anything about The Stone Roses. Okay.
0: Uh, first of all, uh, brace yourself while I smack you. No, uh, The Stone Roses <laughs> basically... Last big British band was the Arctic Monkeys. Last big British band before them, arguably, you know, not counting Radiohead, Oasis, maybe. Without mm-hmm. the Stone Roses, there would be no Oasis. There would be no Arctic Monkeys. Their first album is, I think it's self-titled. It's a, a British legendary album. Uh, got a lot of hits. That's not off it. They basically, they recorded one album, took a five-year break, and then came back with their second album, which was, you know, called Second Coming, uh, because they thought they were great. <laughs> And that was the lead single of it. The album absolutely bombed, but I love that song and that riff especially. Uh, Their guitarist, John Squire, is a massive influence on Noel Gallagher. Maybe that's a bad thing. And loads of other (laughs) British guitarists. But that riff, uh, I was listening to it on YouTube the other day. And you know on YouTube you can listen to isolated guitar tracks, like without the drums and bass. The one of that is just, it's just beautiful. It's just such the tone, the, the tone. Uh, Yeah, it's just, it's so good. So yeah, that is my lick of the week this week. Love spreads, but Stone Roses.
1: Hey, a question for you. Do you know how to get that isolated guitar track?
0: Uh, I don't. I just know that there's videos of them on YouTube.
1: Okay. Well, if anybody does know, do tweet at us or Facebook us or whatever, because I'd, I'd like to know. I honestly don't. So I presume somebody out there in the wonderful world of cyberspace that is listening to us already knows. So
0: yeah, uh, I, I know that. I remember, like Lamb of God, did this thing a few years ago where they released their one of their albums and they basically included software on it so that you could remix it. It had all the tracks what? and all the. Yeah, it was amazing, and I was like, I really hope bands do this from now on. Yeah, that's brilliant. I've never heard of any other band doing it. Basically, you could remix it so that the drums would be louder or that the guitar could be louder or whatever. Uh, You could do whatever you wanted. It was such a cool idea.
1: That's a brilliant idea. Especially when you're trying to learn a guitar lick.
0: Absolutely, which is what we're all about. So, John, Pedal Talk. If you want to remind the the listeners about how last week's Pedal Talk went.
1: Okay, so Pedal Talk. Right now we are doing a 250 quid buck challenge so in other words 250 of your money is from wherever you are in the world presuming to roughly equivalent to euros pounds or dollars no no yen allowed yeah no yen yeah because 250 yen i don't think even buys you like a little bit of candy so No. no yeah uh but essentially if um if if you're anywhere sort of in that sort of dollar u.s dollar canadian dollar australian dollar pounds sterling euros anybody in the euro zone etc so 250 bucks does not include whatever you're going to put it on uh, does not necessarily include cables um but this was something we came up the the lads from andertons did one um and then there was someone else the the pedal show guys also did one and we thought yeah, oh, yeah, we're,
0: we're, we're completely ripping that off but you know yeah absolutely. we're admitting
1: to it absolutely we're citing we're using our citations here this is where it came from so uh, anyway, last week was Dylan's, a recap on Dylan's. Dylan had a Joyo FF02 Ultimate Drive, uh, TC Electronics Prophet, the Electroharmonic Soul Food, the, was it the Moore Tremolo, the Trellicopter?
0: The Trellicopter, yeah.
1: Right, and then the ever-controversial Wah uh, for his, his pedalboard. Wah, so,
0: wah. Wah, Yeah,
1: wah, wah. Indubitably.
0: So John seemed to take umbrage with a few of those choices, so now he is going
1: to regale us with a few of his, uh, his own selections. Indubitably. I'm all
0: ears, Jonathan.
1: Okay, so the first two that we have to have, by the way, there has to be uh, an overdrive or a distortion pedal, and then there has to be a delay or reverb pedal. Yeah, those, because, those, come on. Yeah, you, you have to have at least that. And then anything above and beyond is kind of up to you. Uh, for my delay... This, so this is not necessarily in order of the effects chain, but this is just, here you go.
0: Don't delay, John. Tell me about mm-hmm. your...
1: Mm-hmm. I went with the Electro Harmonics Memory Boy. I managed to find one used for $75. Wow. Yeah. Tell so me the more. Memory Boy, if you're familiar with your memory, uh, with the Memory Man, right? This is the classic Edge uses the, the thing. Yeah. So that's, that's fine. Um, But the Memory Boy is kind of a smaller, cheaper version. It's a little bit limited on what you can do, and not the Memory Boy Deluxe, which is kind of the next version up. Strangely enough, you can actually, they run about the same price used, but the Memory Boy, uh, the the normal Memory Boy has a chorus and a vibrato switch that you can use with an expression pedal out. Uh, And this this kind of adds to its capabilities. It's kind of an interesting little thing. Pro Guitar Shop's got some videos on it. Definitely check it out. Next to that, then... I'm
0: intrigued. Go on. Keep going.
1: I've got the TC Electronics. So this is a reverb. Could you guess what reverb I picked from TC Electronics?
0: The Holy Grail. Not the Holy Grail. What's it called? Hall of Fame.
1: Uh, You would think that. But apparently, there's something called the Sky Surfer. What? Yeah. So the Sky Surfer found this used for 60 quid. And it's got more capability, more things that you can adjust than the Hall of Fame. In fact, it even allows you to select whether you want a room, a plate, uh, or a spring reverb sound to it.
0: If so, anybody needs any explanations of those, we looked at reverb pedals, a few pedals back, a few uh, shows back, if you want to uh, check that out. Anyway, go on. Where yeah, did you tell me more? Like, how is it so cheap?
1: I, well, this one I found on reverb. So to be honest, I, I don't know why this is actually cheaper than the Hall of Fame they sound almost identical except for the fact that you can do more to manipulate the sound, your decay options and those, like you have a decay option on the Sky Surfer that you don't have on the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame has one great big knob and that's it. Yeah, The mini Hall of Fame does. The Sky Surfer has got the three knobs, which gives you a whole lot more flexibility. Like I said, a three-way switch that allows you to pick the type of reverb you want, uh, your decay and um, your mix as well. So it's a mix and level. That's what it is. And fantastic pedal for 60 bucks. I don't think you can beat it for a reverb. And no. I went uh, I went with a reverb and a delay because I think it gives you a few more options in terms of whether you if, let's say if you're at a gig and you have to cover some sort of U2 song or you're kind of doing some shoegazer or some improv or and even looking at uh anyway a a variety of post rock sorts of sounds it opens those up a lot now for my overdrive pedals pedals this is what i
0: want to know pedals there's
1: a z in there i went with the moore green mile this is 45 bucks used i used to have one of them oh interesting so this as you know is essentially a tube screamer clone and I'm I, now I wanna hear what do you, well, I'll keep going, and then I wanna hear what you make of the Green Mile, okay?
0: I can't it, remember if I did a bit of a spiel, but will I will I say my spiel about the Moore Green Mile?
1: Let, 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 me, let me finish
0: what I got here, and then- Sorry, apologies. Yeah. I think last time you, had,
1: you you had said something about the Green Mile, uh, that you almost went for it, and then you chose your Joyo instead. Yes,
0: I did say that. Which is an Tell OCD
1: clone. Now, yes. I also went for an OCD clone, but I went for the more uh, OCD clone, which is called the Hustle Drive. Again, Ooh. it's 45 used, um, but it's an excellent clean boost, and if, if you want to sort of dial back the gain on it, and then you can stack, and this is the reason I went with two gain pedals, is essentially you can stack these, so you could either use one as a clean boost, which you could also use the Green Mile, since it is kind of that Tube Screamer clone, and then really crank up the game on the hustle drive to just blow people out of the water. And the last one I found a Behringer expression pedal used for 25 quid. So that I thought was good little partner for the memory boy. And if you wanted to, you could also use it as a volume pedal. So it's nothing fancy, but Behringer is just kind of known for making cheap stuff that works and that's about the extent of it. So anyway, your thoughts and I'd say I'd be interested to hear you start with the Green Mile, if that's all right.
0: John, I'm taking aback. You've just put so much more thought and effort into this than I did. But still very, very interesting choices. I'm gonna Google the hell out of those pedals, man. they they sound really good. Do it. Do it. Uh the mo the, the Green Mile. Uh so it was it was sold to me. I was going through my own you know, we've all been through that Stevie Ray Vaughn phase of our lives where, you know we're like, I'm going to stick gauge 15 strings on my guitar and you know, <laughs> yeah. everything will be fine. And uh, my yeah, fingers. I, I really wanted a Tube Screamer and I couldn't afford one, so I got a more green mile. And now I think I said last week I was running it through a, a PV amp. I believe it was a POS amp or...
1: POS. Yeah, I, I think that's the uh, actual model number.
0: Yeah, oh. uh, so I... <laughs> Don't get me wrong. PV make great amps. Tom Morello uses them exclusively. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. But
1: yeah,
0: it did not work, and the gain just was too harsh. It, I was playing my through my Epiphone three four five, which is a really hot guitar. Anyway, it's got three P ninety pickups, sure, so it sure. is a it, it is a beast. So three I of didn't them, you said? Three P P90s. It's ridiculous.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs> uh, it's so unnecessary. Uh, bought it off a junkie a few years ago. Never going back. Uh, so yeah. I think it's a good pedal. I just have yet to use it. I mean for the price, you can't I can't really knock you for it. Yeah. It's 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 pretty, pretty, pretty great. And those other pedals I'm really interested in. Um was it a Moore pedal, the O C D clone?
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's there's some demos of that one online too and, and even a couple of people that stack it up against the O C D. How much I, are I th- they new, do you know? Um I think they're about sixty or seventy. So, okay. yeah, and and in terms of, yeah, if you're on a budget, for sure, it, it does a good job. I think the OCD tends to be a little bit clearer when... Yeah, but it's like 200 euro. era. Yeah, exactly. So you can get a little bit cheaper here, but looking for things used, I, I think, is key when you're trying to do something like this. It's, and uh, in, in you're on a budget, and there's no harm done. You know, find, find what works, find what sounds good do some homework see what's out there like the memory boy i honestly i didn't expect to find that and no, that that was kind of just going through delay pedals on reverb and it i came across this and was like huh that's interesting did some research on it and went i'd rather have the memory boy than the memory boy deluxe it's got a little bit more flexibility and it's cheaper so which Very i don't curious. Yeah, I don't understand how electro harmonics figured like the deluxe would be more expensive and less flexible But that was my impression. So you Very know, intrigued go from cool. there
0: Okay, friends, let us know. What do you think of John's selections? Are they better than mine? Probably? but He's been <laughs> doing this a lot longer than I have and I know dick all about pedals. So, uh, i'm, I'm learning every day is a new is, is learning new we yeah. I thought
1: this 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 was an interesting challenge because a lot of the stuff that you came up with, I wasn't familiar with. And to be honest to sort of, I think there's, there's a tendency in the guitar world to just grab whatever you see the most of. And you know, like an electro harmonics memory man would have been like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Or even a boss like DD seven would have been, yeah, that's kind of what you expect. But when you, you have to work on a budget, then you start finding things that, Hey, actually, for instance, the Hall of Fame—that was another good one. I thought, you know,
0: um, and we've been doing a masters for the last two years, so essentially, like we've been on a budget for you know for all of that, <laughs> you right. know, budget beer, budget haircuts, budget everything, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Just, just ask okay. us
1: where to find the best haircut in Cork. So, okay. anyway, Please, yeah, tweet, tweet at us.
0: <laughs> uh, so, Fred's moving on to our next section. So, a few weeks ago, we started a. a, a Basically, a technique expose would you say, John?
1: Yeah, just kind a of focus. getting. Yeah, getting getting back to some of the things that when we're working on practicing, just trying to figure out what's the best way to to go about these things. What are pitfalls to avoid, and and just things that we've learned, kind of share and and, and how to go about practicing some of these things. And so we
0: last time it was uh, vibrato, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, exactly. Had. Had some good insights on that, I thought. So we decided to continue it and this week we're gonna take a look at bending.
0: Ooh, okay. Bending. Yeah. Controversial. Everybody wants to do it. A few people do it amazingly well. But like the pros. <laughs>
1: true.
0: Yeah. Kirk Hammett. Sorry. Um <laughs> God. That's that's not, Sorry, Kirk. Sorry. We keep on we keep on ragging. We should have like a little alarm when somebody's. Yes, you know, like, that's, that's it. Like, yeah. We
1: just blew it out. Just hours. Yeah.
0: yeah so bending i was uh basically i was teaching a beginner student last week john and i was trying to frame the different types of bending you know the kind of the basic types there's loads of different types but i was essentially saying that uh, telling the difference between half step bends uh full tone bends and uh quarter note bends essentially interesting yeah and i know there's loads of different ones like bend and release and Mm pre-bend and everything uh, he was learning tab, so I, through tab, so I was basically trying to explain. What, you know, if it says ten and then has twelve in a bracket, so I'm like, that's a you know, a full tone bend, or whatever. And when they di- when different use, but there is of course much more. You know, it's it's not just limited to that. I mean, you t- right. talk about Dave Gilmore. You know, the brick in the wall solo. Mm-hmm. You've got you know he's not going up two steps on some of those notes. So
1: yeah, I'm curious when you were talking about the. Quarter, quarter note or quarter tone bends. Um, yeah. First off, especially if you're teaching someone kind of at, a, at an early level, like what's the context? Why Why would you bother even talking about that?
0: So he wants, uh, my, my particular student wants to learn songs kind of in their entirety. And he wants mm. to kind of basically see how they're constructed with, you know, chord shapes and whatnot. And That's great. he asked me, he'd actually started learning the solo to this, the song was the importance of being idle by Oasis. It's a pretty good song. You know, there's mm-hmm. some nice chords in there, the progression, and it's got a quite a, a nice little solo for Oasis. Uh, and God, I am ripping on everyone tonight. Uh, <laughs> it's got a really nice solo where it basically takes the melody line and it, it throws some kind of like tasty, tasty bends in there. So uh, I, he was basically, he had no idea how to bend. He was trying it himself. He mm-hmm. wasn't giving. He wasn't giving like his. He was basically bending with his ring finger, but he had all his other fingers off the string, so there was mm-hmm. no support there. So I was trying to basically nail, you know, give him a bending one hundred and one idea. I, right. I explained the idea of a quarter note bend with. Uh, I was saying he he knew Led Zeppelin, so I was like, you know, Black Dog, you know, mm-hmm. you know that little note yeah. there. I was like, that's a perfect example of a quarter bend. It's used in blues,
1: etc. Hendrix uses it a lot, obviously too. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this brings us to actually bending a guitar string. Probably is my favorite moment in any song ever. It's the the voodoo child uh, when the drums come kick in and it's the burn on arrow. That bend, I remember like first hearing that, and I was just like, oh my god, what is that sound? The it's Hendrix, the, the Hendrix yeah. one, yeah,
1: okay, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh
0: man, it's amazing. So, yeah, I I I I, I, I love bending, but how, how would you if someone was to kind of improve their skills, what would you recommend?
1: Well, you hit on a bunch of different things there that I thought were really good, too, like support. Um, I've had so many students struggle with bending because they think, you know, they might see somebody, say Stevie Ray Vaughan, who, you know, is playing 13s or 15s or whatever. And uh, when you look at some of those videos, and he he does sometimes bend a string up a whole tone with one finger, okay? We're not all Stevie Ray Vaughan. We haven't been pumping strings For you know, 15 years and particularly super heavy ones. Uh, And and when you think about some of the strings he was playing with, too, the there's a we have different string technology now that he was playing with 30 years ago. So that's that's something else to think about too. And just some of them were higher tension strings compared to what we play with. You know, he wasn't playing with slinkies, for example. So many people play with these slinkies now, and um, and I know they've been around for a while, but I know he wasn't. I'm pretty sure anyway he wasn't playing with those and so it's the the idea of support you know use your other fingers if you're doing that and even if you're doing one of the things I like to do with students is find some song They're, they're everywhere uh pride and joy comes to mind you know if uh that that intro where he's bending the note and matching it with the next string up on the b string so it's a third I think it's third string bend Right. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Correct.
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's. I think it's a bend on the third string that he matches on the um, uh, on the, the B string there, and and it's a it's a D going to an E. I think is what it is. And yeah. when you're doing that, you're bending up to it, but take the time to slow it down. You don't necessarily have to play it as fast as he is, but slow it down so you know where that you know the note you're bending to, and you're trying yeah. to match that. Of course, you that all goes sounds. out the window if you're playing with a floating trem on a strat or a Floyd Rose or something like that, don't, you know, that doesn't work cause you just nope. end up battling the thing. But if you got a fixed bridge of some sort, this is a really good way to practice matching those. Bends.
0: Matching notes.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So cool. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big thing. I think, I think it's key or practice with a tuner. That's a really good way too. can you bend Ooh. and hit, hit the note on pitch? Because I've never heard
0: that before. That's really interesting.
1: Yeah, it's something, um, it's something I started doing because I got really frustrated with the fact that like I didn't always hit a, a pitch. It, it might sound that way when I was playing it and then I'd listen back to a recording and be like, that's not even close. What's the deal? And yeah. I started just watching it with a tuner and it becomes, it's tricky. It's, it's not as easy as you think and particularly to hit that note and hold it. Can you sustain that? Um, and that's definitely where those support fingers come in. Really, God, I, yeah. I'm
0: definitely going to try that. that. That's that's a really good idea. Um, before for the last part of the section, do you want to round off with some uh, favorite people, bend you know, guitar string benders? Um, like that I said, just sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it right now. Are,
1: are, are you going to explain that for all the American listeners, or just let that one go and let them Google
0: it? I'm going to let that one go, John. <laughs> that, cast it off into the into the sunset. Uh, go think, uh, so. Anybody spring to mind apart from Dave Gilmore?
1: Yeah, I think we, we mentioned some interesting uh, all. I don't, I don't know if you can call them classic rock players, but that's kind of when you're talking about classic rock radio. That's where they all get mentioned. You know, you're looking at Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix, David Gilmore, and and I'm trying to think of some other players that would actually be excellent to listen to in terms. Angus of Young, events.
0: Angus Young, hands down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not a bad one. And a lot of, a lot of this stuff, they're all, they're all licks copped from classic blues guys. I mean, people like Buddy Guy, of course. Rory Um, Gallagher. (laughs) Yes. Do. Okay. So if you're from this side of the Atlantic, I'm in Colorado at the moment. So Dylan, go ahead and explain a little bit about Rory Gallagher, because he's not as well-known outside of Ireland as he probably should be.
0: Funny, like, you should ask, John, for today, I was early, earlier today I was looking at a, a documentary on Rory, and there's a big thing about Slash talking about him being such an influence on him. Um, really, really impressed. Like, without Rory Gallagher, there would be no, you know, Brian May, no... Slash's tone would be probably very different. I mean, he's just—he's a guitar god over here. There's this famous quote, and I don't wow. know if it's true about uh, Jimi Hendrix was asked what it's like to be the best guitar player in the world, and he said, "I don't know. Go ask Rory Gallagher." Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think
1: he said that about everybody at this point. But yeah, yeah, but I think that's,
0: I, that's, I think I like it, John. Um, and in the city where you and I were both living for the last year and a bit, uh, he is considered. Uh, jesus essentially he he is on murals there is as town squares named after him uh yeah, yeah the is... the
1: shop where he bought his guitar is now like a, a burger joint or something and oh really they, yeah but they kept the mural of the guitar in the background cool. uh, or in in the store so where he bought his first strat so it's yeah it's he is he's definitely a legend like it it would be the i don't know if, if there's an equivalent. And, Memphis might be an equivalent you know for Elvis uh, yeah <laughs> it might be about the same you know this is oh yeah Roy Gallagher ate dinner here once like yeah, there's a, every, that kind of thing
0: every year there's a Roy Gallagher uh, music festival up in uh, Ballyshannon County Donegal where he was born and they get like the best of the best blues players from Ireland and the UK and Europe to come play and I've, I've always wanted to go but it's, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be really, really good yeah he is a god here essentially but I always loved his one thing I loved about Rory more than anything is his acoustic playing. Honestly, like he is why I hybrid pick. He is why I played that gadget. Yeah, honestly, I did My not. Favorite. I I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a he has a version of Lead Bellies out in the Western Plain, and I remember hearing this amazing guitar player do a cover of it at an open mic one night, and I was like, "How are you able to make one guitar sound like two? And he showed me hybrid picking, and then basically I've. I, out on the Western Plain is one of my favorite guitar songs ever. I highly suggest checking it out. Um, and there's loads, so many live versions and everything. It's so good. Anyway, Brilliant. that's Bending. I think we've covered a lot of ground there.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's a solid, solid discussion. If uh, if you guys have any suggestions or thoughts, comments, ideas, etc. You know, that's that's what the social media is for
0: yeah prince anyway. prince great at bending sorry anyway yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. i was i, I prince mean I, I
1: i think there's there's always there's always more for sure there is you know that's that, that's uh, a f- yeah.
0: welcome to guitar everything is infinite <laughs> the
1: infinite search for tone the infinite yeah. search for great players there's yeah, so many it's... great players and ones you've never heard of ones i've never heard of anyway
0: yeah there you go so john what have you been working on
1: this is an interesting question and probably will be for the next three weeks. So as four weeks, you know, so we
0: have four weeks left until oh, our thesis thank is
1: God. Here. Thank God. Okay. Whew, breathe. Breathe. As for our regular listeners, you know that we are finishing up our master's in musicology. Essentially, that's, that's what it amounts to. Um, but writing a very demanding thesis for both of us, which means we sort of have to pick up any sort of little tidbits of guitar things that we can. Uh, this week though, the YouTube star Jens Larson. So Jens Larson has a regular running YouTube series on jazz stuff. And I don't know, does he does he put out one a week or is it like three a week? I have no idea. I, he's ubiquitous anyway. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but he's got, you know, about five or six uh minute videos. I think I think that's about right, five or six minute videos that he puts out there two or three yeah. every week anyway. Um, but the one that kind of caught my my eye this week was bebop jazz guitar licks, and mm. because because if you've listened to the show long enough, you kind of know that I'm a shredder at heart. Bebop is the original shredding; it's shredding on a trumpet, right? Huh. And, I mean that's never that's, heard that. Before. That's well, go listen to some bebop. That's essentially what it is. At least that's that's my take on it. Um, metal trumpet, yeah. <laughs> and, um so i turned down to b flat <laughs> all the way down to b flat yes and um, that's not on a seven string trumpet that's that's on a standard six string trumpet anyway mm. um oh jeez <laughs> totally jens derailed larson. Jens, larson. jens larson okay back to jens larson and his um uh, is bebop jazz guitar licks, uh, a great, a great little tutorial. He's got several licks in there that are that are worth looking at. A little bit of an explanation on what exactly he means by bebop jazz, which is is good. I'm not going to go into that here. It's a it's a big discussion. Look it up, figure it out. And um, but it it was a good thing to sort of digest in chunks over the week and just get something to play because between. I'm moving house at the moment, working on the thesis, catching up on all the work stuff I've got to do, not for. to mention
0: all the crying we've been doing. I've yeah. been spending so much time crying. It's just <laughs> curled
1: up in a fetal position on my bedroom floor, you know yeah and that's, that's oh, mostly because of the thesis, but you know let's, let's his, be honest. his stuff
0: is really accessible
1: yeah, it is it's super helpful uh and very very well explained, I think. So check him out anyway, yeah. and uh, it was helpful for me this week to just grab something, anything to work on. Anyway, and Dylan, it's it, I assume it's been just as mental for you as it has been for me. So it ahead. really
0: has. Sean. I I actually I sat down. I was playing at a gig last night, uh, playing with my you know my cover group, and then a couple of guys wanted to come in and they wanted to you know sit in and play a couple of songs, a singer and a drummer, and they are playing. There was just I was just I was like oh I'll stick around I'll play some songs with you and I was expecting it to be like uh-huh. fucking wagon wheel or something or some <laughs> crap and they ended up playing some really like nice stuff. There was a what's it called Let's Stay Together by Al Green. Oh, and cool. other and they were like you know solo and I was like oh god and my brain just died. I'm oh, like no. I am so rusty. Uh, but uh, yeah my my whole practice routine has kind of fallen by the wayside but. Maybe a sneak peek, sneak peek, sneak peek, teak, peeky, tiki, figgy. Uh, Words. We're going insane uh, for for next week's uh, topic of our podcast. We're going to talk about fill, uh, You know, fitting in as much practice during the day as you can with limited mm. time, which I think is a good one. But what I've been doing, John, if you recall, I was uh, trying to do a learn a lick every day kind of habit habit tracking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've kind of flipped that on its head, and I've actually turned that into a try and write a lick every Ooh, day, which like is this. fun. Um, like yesterday, I sat down and I'm gonna write one lick, and I wrote three, and I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. The whole thing I'm trying to do is trying to branch out with uh, how I write them and using like a drum machine in like five four or something, whatever. Just trying to, you know. Oh man, different things, yeah. Uh, but that's You're great. All it's, Prague
1: over there. Holy cow! Oh yeah,
0: Rubbing uh, on uh, you man.
1: Uh, yeah don't tell
0: anyone yeah if anybody finds out (laughs) don't put it on a podcast uh yeah so that's kind of what i've what i've been working on and also i got back with my my two-piece backing band today and i showed them this instrumental song like slap acoustic song that i wrote a few weeks a few months ago and basically no 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 uh we recorded it yeah it's a new one so i Basically we figured out a three piece arrangement for it and it sounds
1: amazing.
0: So yeah, we're uh, we're very excited. Uh anybody in Galway listening to this, I will be playing the Roisin Dove. Uh either the last it's it's either four weeks today or five weeks today, depending on when you get the date, but it will be a Thursday. Uh so yeah, keep keep an eye out for that. Anybody in Galway? Though I know we've a lot of international listeners. Hello, beautiful people. Uh so yeah, and John, have you been listening to anything else?
1: Um, you know, <sighs> Again, thesis material, honestly. But there, oh, are dude, worse things. there are worse things to be listening to. Um, at Scale the Summit has a new album out, and I've been checking that out. And I, I believe it's called State of Fear. So, oh God. yeah, exactly. How metal is that?
0: Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a fucking Megadeth record. Um,
1: <laughs> well, it does have like a, a Pope skeleton or something on it. But oh. anyway... Yeah, it's uh, it, wow. it's it's some of uh, some of Chris Bunchford's best writing at the moment, and uh, it's it's been it's been fun to listen to. He's got a whole bunch of guest artists on there, which has been great. There's a uh, that you'll you'll probably roll your eyes at some of these names like Angel Vivaldi. Um, that's mm-hmm. that is the guy's actual name. That's probably the most amazing thing. Uh, but is. yeah. And in addition to that, there's uh, Yvette Young, who's this, she's an up and coming uh, metal guitar player who's just phenomenal, brilliant player and uh, doing some great stuff as well. And a host of other people to check out. It's, it, I'd say it's worth it, particularly if you're kind of in that, uh, in that genre of instrumental rock slash prog metal type instrumental music. Which I'm not, but do you,
0: you know, you're, you're yeah.
1: allowed <laughs> <laughs> in a world uh, of fear i'm sorry in a world of fear
0: ah yes because that's that 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 changes everything cool uh. I, I might check that out if i'm looking for something a bit different uh you sent you you introduced me recently to Polyphia and uh, oh goodness oh wow okay that's can, another episode can,
1: can i go off on them for a minute or not shall i not uh, go for it yeah <laughs> okay um yeah, essentially, now don't get me wrong, like excellent, excellent players. Like they are technically excellent players, but they're, wow. Well, if, 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 if it's possible to sort of put Katy Perry aesthetics into um, instrumental, like if Katy Perry had a baby with Steve Vai, it would be Polyphia. Like that's, that's what wow. it would be. And it's just, it, for me, it's beyond saccharine. Like I can't, oh, I can't. That's such a good word. I can't deal with it, man. And it's just, and it's so hipster, but it's hipster in sort of emo hipster way. It's not like beard and flannel hipster. It's sort of long hair in front of my face and a t-shirt that goes down to my knees and covers up most of my skinny jeans, kind of hipster. Um, I I can't take it. We might have to edit this out, but anyway, that's (laughs) just, I don't know. Uh, I just, oh, uh, it's... Uh, I want them to know. Uh, uh, take that. Take that. Oh, they know. They I, know. Can't wait, they, I can't
0: wait. To, I can't wait to read that thesis, John.
1: I'm sure they're laughing all the way to the bank, too. So, you know, they're making more money than I am right now playing guitar. So, kudos to them for that.
0: Don't compare yourself to those Katy Perry... Anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry's Steve Vai, Babies.
0: Yeah, that's quite the image. I was <laughs> I'm picturing, like, these little babies <laughs> with, like... You know, big blue eyes and massive hands,
1: uh, <laughs> and leopard print pants because they would both be wearing leopard print pants.
0: That's you get it. Uh,
1: <laughs> you have I'm no gonna, words for that. Nobody has any I'm, words for that. Image. I, 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 I can't, Steve I and Katy Perry both in leopard print pants.
0: It's very late in the Friday, John. I, I can't. You can't yeah. process all of this. My brain, she can't. She can't handle it. Uh, yeah, I have been listening to. Basically, the one album that I'm examining for my thesis, which is I Love You, Honey Bear by Father John Misty. Once one of my favorite albums. Now I just want it to die in a fire. But, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's that kind of period. What else have I been listening to? Uh, mostly that. And, yeah, I don't know. Friends, if you know anything for me to listen to, something different, something not white men fifth feelings songs, please send me. Send, send it to me. Uh, preferably guitar based as well. Uh, I've actually I'm trying, been going. am trying, man.
1: To... I'm trying, but you just keep turning me down. Oh, not you, not...
0: <laughs> not you. What I have been doing actually is I have actually been going back and listening to Led Zeppelin that I kind of would have ignored in the past, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, House of the Holy and you know stuff. I, I when I grew when I was started listening to Zeppelin, it was like one, two, and four, and I'm kind of going back to like Physical Graffiti and House of the Holy and just spending some time with them. And man, so good, so good.
1: Yeah. This is some classic stuff. I definitely, in terms of finding new stuff to listen to, I think it's worth um, saying, like, as a teacher, I always find new stuff to listen to because I have students bring new stuff to listen to. Now, that said, I had to play James Bay's Hold Back the River, like, 14 times in the last week. Made me want to strangle myself. But, Mm -hmm. that said, like, there's some cool things to get out out of those songs, and it's something, you know, you get more exposure to what other people are listening to. I had someone bring in... Uh, something from the it's a tech metal band called Fallujah and and actually yeah I'm not not even gonna lie though but like it's you know some excellent riffs and I was like okay this would not be a band I would go out and find but I was like there's some sweet riffs and I'm gonna steal some of these riffs. Um, sweet riffs bro. Yeah exactly. Do you even shred? Come on. Um, but just I, I think finding someone to teach guitar or finding someone else to talk about those things with that's outside of the traditional classic rock um, or whatever it is you're listening to, let's be honest, a a lot of guitar players will gravitate towards the classic rock. Move away from that. Ask some questions. Say, what are you listening to? Whether it's your friends, find, you know, if you've got a nephew who's like 12, what is he listening to that has guitar in it? And um, you'll find, hey, that's something you didn't know about and you might find something interesting wherever wherever you listen. I guess that's kind of little piece of advice for listening lecturing people about listening to music now what's what's wrong I, with my life
0: i loved every minute of it <laughs> john we got it we got to bail we got to bounce we got to make tracks we got to do our things we got to get on with our lives but uh we will be here sometime That's code next week. for
1: write our thesis by the way
0: yeah it's it's like 10 past nine in the evening over here i'm i'm, I'm gonna have a beer and go to bed and then wake up and write thesis yeah good man God, solid plan friends thank you for listening we've really enjoyed this John any parting words
1: stay sharp my friends
0: stay sharp find us on Twitter and everything else and everywhere else uh, new stuff coming soon love you all Mwah. stay sharp